Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Happy, happy day. Or evening. I'm not even sure where you are. It could be morning, evening, afternoon, (laughs) middle of the night, middle of the morning, wherever you are, whatever time it is. Probably. If you're listening to it when it first comes out, it's Wednesday. We're happy you're here no matter where and when. Are we radio show hosts? That's what it sounds like. I think we should be. I think you have a good voice for it, but I definitely... I've got a face for radio. You've got a voice for radio. Nice. <laughs> Faces for radio. This is a plug for them. Uh, mm-hmm. Very unintentional. Mm-hmm. The band who did our wedding song. The band? Oh, yeah. Well, he, the guy who did it, his name is Will Klein. He is a, um, a guy that I've known for a while. I coached him in football. He's part of a band called Faces for Radio. And then he started doing music on his own. So that's where he wrote and produced the song Anywhere, which was our first dance. Yeah. So if you Actually, don't know that song, go listen. I don't know if the wedding video will be up tomorrow when we when this goes Ooh. live, but this week it should be live. I have it prepared and ready to go. Went through a lot of like technical difficulties and I had the girl who made my video, Jessica, upload it for me. Something was just going on with it, but... I'm excited for you guys to see it. I'm really yeah, we, excited. We watched it this weekend with Julia's parents. I pretty um, much watch it every day. So yeah, the four of us sat down and watched it, and it was nice. It was fun to um, kind of relive it together, and just some of the I don't know. I feel like on the wedding day and like leading up to a wedding, there's just so much energy and like positive energy, and then not to say it fully dies off, but dies off. And and then being able to like watch the video just kind of brings out some of that emotion again. And then we actually saw my parents this weekend and uh, we had sent the video to my mom and dad. So they watched it. And one of the first things my mom said when we saw her, she was like, that video was so beautiful. She was like, I cried the entire time. Yeah. And anybody who knows my mom, like you can hear her saying that. Yeah. And I wanted my I showed like. A lot of people and then I wanted my parents – I wanted to watch it with my parents to kind of like relive Mm -hmm. the moment a little bit. And it was like more emotional to watch it with them. And I I don't even think my brothers have seen it yet. Um, But once I put it on YouTube, anyone can see it. We can just text it to them. I just like watching it with people. It's like reliving the moment. Like that's what I'm doing when I'm watching it with somebody else, you know, Yeah. for the first time. Like when they see it for the first time, I'm like, well, I'm reliving this with you because, you know, they haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to see people's reactions and kind of be there in the moment with them. Yeah, take it back to the wedding day. So mm-hmm. that is that. We both have our water bottles here. Uh oh. Um, I I'm like not. I mean, Pat's literally drinking a gallon of water a day. Trying to. I'm doing a half, which I've been doing for a while. Mm-hmm. But the other day you were at like five of those, which is more than a gallon. Yeah, I was just chugging them. I don't know. I um. So we talked about this on last week's episode where I have started doing the 75 hard challenge. Is so it hard 75 or 75 hard? 75 hard. Okay. So uh, for those who don't know what that challenge is or didn't hear it last week, um, so it's a 75-day challenge of two workouts a day, and one of the workouts must be outside, both workouts 45 minutes. You must follow a diet with that includes um, no cheat meals and no alcohol. You must drink a gallon of water every day. You must read 10 pages of a book, and you must take a progress picture every day. Yeah, I think we talked about what it was, right? Yeah, we talked about it last week, but if anybody listening now that didn't hear it, 
So I'm on day seven of it right now. Um, I'm actually posting about it a lot on TikTok. Um, just kind of feel like the the format there fits for it. Um, I've just been creating like little videos every day, you know, day one, day two, um, just kind of showing parts of my workout, different things, um, some of the stuff that I'm eating, um, chugging water, and the book that I'm reading. Um, and it's been good. It's been a good first week. It's funny when I take these progress pictures, you know, it's like, I don't see any difference. I'm starting to feel a difference, which is good. I think just going like the seven days with no alcohol and drinking the water has already been helpful. Um, Just kind of like I'm sleeping better. I actually feel like more mobile, like my legs feel stronger. Um, But in the progress pictures, it's like, yeah, you don't see any difference yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're also going to need to get a new book soon. Like, have one on hand. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I've got, like, I don't know, 60 pages left of the book I'm reading, um, which should be six You actually just do days. the 10 pages. Yeah, actually, when I start reading is I'll count ahead 10 <clears throat> pages, and then I'll do, like, a bunny ear on there to mark where I need to get to, just so, like, and some days I'll read past that, but I just know I need to at least get to 10 pages every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been nice for me because I've been, I haven't been doing it, but I've been like, we go sometimes your second workout of the day is like, we just do like a 45 minute walk outside. And some mornings we've been doing that. And I feel like it's a good like start to my day. And Mm -hmm. then like, you haven't been drinking alcohol. So we haven't really been having that in the house, at least, um, for me. And yeah, so it's kind of been, and then we've just been like cooking a lot, which is one thing it's healthier to cook. And we've been just saving money doing that. Like not going out all the time, not eating out, um, yeah, I think definitely that's like one of the unintended side effects is saving some money on not going out to eat and not going out and having drinks, not going out with, you know, alcohol, anything, um, which I think will be a nice like, thing. What are we, we were literally playing a card game yesterday, like halfway through the day because we were like, what do we do? Like, we don't go out to eat, yeah. we don't go out to get drinks, which is like <laughs> all well, there is to Yeah, it. and I mean... If you've listened to this podcast before, like, you know, we like to go out, get dinner, get drinks. Like, you know, that's, I think, a big part of, like, our social life right now. So, like, when you take out at least the drinking part, and also a lot of that, I think, is tied to the, like, cheat meals. I think a lot of times when we go out to eat, like, in the past, like, that would kind of be when we would, like, all right, let's bend our diet a little bit or bend what we would normally eat. Yeah. So, it's, like, trying to eliminate those two things, we are... Um, like just not, you know, and it's been a week. It's not like it's been that long, but like over the past week we went out to eat once Yeah, and you know, I would say in a normal week, we probably go out to eat two to three times, whether that's breakfast, lunch or dinner. Yeah. So definitely saving in that. Um, it's funny, actually my first video that I did on TikTok for the 75 hard challenge um, a lot of people saw it. A lot of people commented on it. It went kind of viral for you. And well, a lot of people commented, <clears throat> you must have no job, no life. Um, and yeah, it was like no job, no, uh, social life and all no kids. Why do people say that? I don't know. It's funny because, um, you know, you get that, those comments that are, like why I can't do this, you no life, no kids, no work, you know, whatever. And then you get other people who commented actually for a while, I had it pinned as my first comment. A guy said, I'm 62 years old. 
um, like I have my job, but I'm going to try and do this. I also feel like it's just giving you way more structure. It hasn't taken away from your day at all. No, not at all. Because you've been getting up early, but like it hasn't taken away from what you normally do. No, and you think about it. The only thing that is really like altering my day is the two workouts, which combined is an hour and a half, which is like not that long for like a a commitment. It's a little longer, but that's why I've been waking up. So I've been waking up at 5.15 every morning to get my workouts in before Julia and Willow wake up. So that has been impactful. And then the other thing is just like cutting out alcohol. Like those have been the two things that have like kind of altered. But other than that, it's like, all right, I'm just drinking more water and I'm reading a book and taking a picture of myself every day. Yeah. Like it's not that different in terms of like, oh, you can't have a job or you must not have kids. As it's going to take you all day long to do all this. It's not. It's like kind of. I'm done everything in under two hours. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. You know, and then you just keep your that's, water that's bottle nearby. That's the excuse for people too. And I think the reason you're doing it is to like prove that you can do it and that it's actually could be a lifestyle. Like it doesn't have to be so hard. Mm-hmm. It's called the hard 75. But I think it's called that because like. It's called 75 hard, whatever. by the way. Most people would be like, I cannot. And, and you say you're waking up at 515 and people are like, oh, I'm never going to do that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's. It's supposed to change your lifestyle. Yeah. Well, I think that was the big motivator for me is, and when I would, you know, leading up to this, like when we were at that wedding two weekends ago, I was telling people that I was going to do it. And you get a ton of mixed responses from people. Some people say, oh, that sounds great. Some people say, I couldn't give up wine. Some people say, I got kids. I can't do that. Some people say, whatever. I got kids. I can't do that. All of us create like our own mental block. Like myself included, I am 100% guilty of that. And that's why I wanted to try and do this challenge to like, it's not to prove other people wrong. It's to prove myself wrong. Like I want to change the narrative in my head. Whenever I meet something that sounds hard or sounds like a challenge, like in the past, my narrative was, I can't do it. I shouldn't do it. Why would I try this? Whereas now I'm hoping one of the big side effects from this is I can do it. I should do it like, you know, spinning that from like a negative outlook to a put a more positive like I can mindset. Right. Yeah. I think that's just kind of what it's about. Who's the guy that started it? Andy Frisella is his name. He's like a. Like a motivational speaker. Yeah. Like a motivational lifestyle coach. Um, I honestly don't know a ton about him. I heard about him because of this challenge. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't really feel like we have any other, like, do we have anything else between last week and this week? I would say the only other thing is we started Ozark. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, we're four Four? episodes in, so we're not that far into it, but. So, like, my dad kept saying he, like, loved Ozark, and my mom was like, oh, I could never watch it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, so, like, my mom doesn't like, like, gory, like, that kind of stuff. And my dad was like, it's not even really like that. It's just kind of, like, mysterious and a little bit dark and. Probably some, you know, it's like violent, but it's not like, I mean, maybe we haven't gotten to that part yet. I don't know. But some people were messaging me when I said, do you guys watch Ozark? And they were like, love it. Season three is the best. It gets insane. Like, it just gets crazier and crazier. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're on the first season, so don't ruin anything. Yeah. And we won't spoil anything if you haven't started. But, I mean, we've just been, look. I've been looking for a new show to start. That was something that I could binge consistently. So, it has four seasons now, so. You know. Yeah, we'll be able to uh, definitely binge. I guess another side effect of the 75 Hard Challenge mm-hmm. is we eat dinner, 
we hang out and then we usually would like watch a show or a movie together. But I've been falling asleep a little too early for Julia's liking. Um, That's so not we've been new news. No, but we've been like watching one episode at like six thirty, and then he's like, oh, "I'm done." And then seven thirty, <laughs> or like maybe a little after six thirty, whatever. Like eight o'clock, eight fifteen, we finished the first episode, and she's like, "All right, I want to start another one." And I was like, "I don't know if I have another I hour." I think I in watched me. the rest of it without you last night. Oh, so okay. I'll have to explain to you because I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, well, you should. But it's annoying. I try to – I want to – this is like one thing that we do together that's not – doesn't have to do with work and stuff. And I like watching shows with you. I'm always like trying to find a show to watch because, <clears throat> well, one, I have questions. Yes. And you're good at answering them usually. And two, it's just kind of like I it, – it annoys me when I'm watching a show with someone and they're not paying attention or they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Because then like what is – what can we talk about from the show? Nothing. Yeah. So that pisses me off. Patrick. Yeah, I I try and stay awake. It's not yeah. like I'm like sitting there intentionally doing it to piss you off, but just kind of how it happens. Yeah, I think that's it for the any you know. We got a lot going on, but nothing really to update you on that's new. No. Um. So yeah, I think we could get into the episode because it's kind of just a different, fun episode. Um, I asked on my Instagram if you guys had any of your deepest, darkest secrets, and I wanted to read them because I just think it's fun. They're all anonymous, of course. I just think it'll be fun for us to hear and respond to them. When we decided to do this episode and Julia put out on her Instagram about the deepest, darkest secret, I was like, are we going to have to reveal ours? And obviously, if we reveal ours, then they're not anonymous. They're not anonymous. (laughs) But as we were, like, chatting about it, I was like, I don't know if I have, like, a deep, dark secret. Like, Some of these are just, like, really funny, and some of them are kind of like, oh, my God, we should help this person. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe I'll get some ideas as we start reading through this. But, I, I mean, I was just, like, thinking about, like, what my – if somebody asked me this, what is my biggest secret? I don't – yeah, I couldn't think I of no one idea. off the top of my head. But some of these are, like, you can tell that they're living them. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> this one is, been getting Botox for a few years and my husband has no idea. Aww. Would you be mad if I didn't tell you that? Um, I don't think I'd be mad. No. I just, I just, at least for us, that's not something that would need to be hidden. Right. I can see how that could or would be something that couples would hide. I feel like you but don't need to hide us. it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't want to hide it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like uh, dissect your whatever. Yeah. Well, I I can see why some couples would hide that. Like you know. Yeah. I think well, if I knew that you'd different. be like, no, I'm not, I'm against that. Like I would still do what I want to do. So it would be well. Also yeah. for like your personal confidence. Like if you're looking at something and there's something that makes you want to get Botox and you're like, I don't want to tell people that I'm doing this, even my husband, then you would just do it. Yeah, I know why you do it. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, I can see how that's a – but I can also see how that's, like, a secret that weighs on somebody because it's something that they wake up and see every day, and therefore it's, like, on their mind. Yeah. And And it's, like, expensive. Yeah. So if you're, like – and she said boyfriend. I said – oh, husband. They're married. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This one's um, <clears throat> interesting. Sometimes I really want to leave my husband and just run away, but other times I love him. Mm. 
Did you write that one in? <laughs> no. No. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty natural of a thought to have. I think. Well, do you feel that of me? Uh, I mean, I never feel like I want to run away from you. No, I don't think. Well, I think when I think about like life, like really like philosophical big picture, I'm like, is this what I want? Do I want to be doing this or like? And that I think for some people that can be really scary if you're not like doing exactly what you want or what you envision. And then like the urge to run away, the urge to just restart, the urge to like get away can be. She also said she wrote in again and said, I also don't think he's very smart. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to read one. Okay. This person wrote in, I hooked up with my best guy friend when he had a girlfriend. None of our friends know. Sounds like he doesn't have a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> also, we should definitely just take it to the grave. Yeah. Who needs to know? Yeah, that's one of the things that... It's in the past. Yeah. <clears throat> if it's not hurting anybody now, obviously maybe if he was still with his girlfriend, then yeah. maybe you'd want to get it off your chest and help them air it out. But it said when he had a girlfriend, so... We're assuming he does not have a girlfriend anymore. Yes. But it doesn't sound like you guys are dating together. Just no. Oh, maybe they should be. Maybe this guy is just a player. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's something you need to air out. Keep keep that a secret to the group. I don't grave. think any of these things these people want to air out. That's why they're writing them in. Because well, they're I like, think... I'm taking, I wrote, what are your deepest secrets? They will be anonymous that you want to take to the grave. Well, I think sometimes people want to get these things off their chest, though. Yeah. Like if you have something that you think is a That's why it's secret, nice to write in where Yeah, exactly. That's why it's nice to like put it into this rather than, you know, airing it to whoever you're keeping it secret secret from. Which you're obviously not gonna do. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna read another one. Uh this girl wrote in I had to shit in a bag held by my sister in the back of my mom's car. Created a different kind of bond. <laughs> I just like need to know how this happened. I had to shit in a bag held by my sister in the back of my mom's car. No, thank you. I feel like maybe they were, I'm just going to create a story. They were on a long road trip in the middle of nowhere, and there was nowhere to pull over. Well, how could there not be anywhere to pull over? I'd rather do that outside. I don't know. I actually want to hear this story yeah. told from the sister's point of view. And why couldn't you hold the bag yourself? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or why, I guess, oh, I... Just, I don't know. Put the bag on the ground. This is like Pat's worst nightmare. Yeah. Well, no, I want to hear this story from the sister. I want her to write in and yeah. say, my don't sister had to shit in a bag that I was holding. <laughs> in the car. In the car. In the back of my mom's car. Oh, Definitely good. a different kind of bond. You don't go through something like that and come out not ever thinking about it again. I don't know how you ever see past that, actually. <laughs> how you even how you do anything together. Your, yeah. Well, sister to sister, I mean, one yeah. thing. You do yeah. everything. You see each other naked. You do whatever. Like, that is maybe not the worst case scenario in that, in that situation. Yeah. If it was like your newly boyfriend or something or like, oh, I don't know. I'm just putting other scenarios into it. Yeah. Well, internet. that would be frightening. That would be frightening. That would be frightening. And we're married. And that would still be frightening. What if I would you, poop when would I'm you having hold a, baby? a bag for me to shit? <laughs> it wouldn't be my first choice. I feel like I uh, on our last flight, I watched the movie The Hangover, <clears throat> and I feel like that would be part of a scene from that movie. Yeah, 
like them just being in such a rush and Zach and like was it was it like um you just had to go or was it like and what did you do with the bag after <laughs> like did you just throw it out the window or Ugh, did you like keep it in the back stop. seat until I don't you even got somewhere want to think about it anymore makes me think of picking up willow's poop okay First week of marriage, I was constipated and took too many stool softeners and shit myself while my husband was in the shower, and I thought it was just a toot forever scarred. Where were you when this happened? Wait. Reread that one, please. First week of marriage, I was constipated and took too many stool softeners and shit myself while my husband was in the shower, and I thought it was just a toot forever scarred. Oh, my goodness. First of all, first week of marriage, you're like probably on your honeymoon or something. Hun- yeah, wow. And the husband's probably thinking, what did he sign up for? But he's in the shower, so he didn't even know, right? Oh, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading this wrong, but. <laughs> yeah, That. well, I guess if it's a secret, then he probably doesn't know. Yeah. So keep that one a secret, too. Although that could be something that's like kind of funny. What? Well, I guess depend how detailed you get. Like, you know, if you're hanging out, having a couple drinks with your husband and telling him, hey, I have a secret to tell you. And it's a funny one. Yeah. I think after the fact, it would be yeah. funny. Yeah. I would tell you. Yeah. You probably wouldn't want to know, but I would tell you. Yeah. I pooped my pants. I slept with my boy best friend and I can't tell anyone because I think he is ashamed. Mm. Are you still best friends? When was this? Why are you ashamed? Yeah. Why do you think he's ashamed? She said, I think he is ashamed. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like that needs to be a secret. I mean, I feel like ashamed or not, like what happened happened. And um, if like nobody was in another relationship, nobody was like getting hurt from it. You guys just had fun. Like why? What is the big deal? I guess. Like, you know, maybe if there's fear around changing your guy's <clears throat> friendship or changing the friendship with other people, but. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's not ashamed and maybe he's just like acting different. You think he's ashamed, but he's just kind of like, did that ruin our friendship? Yeah. Well, he probably wants to do it again. <laughs> yeah. And now he doesn't know how to bring that up with you. Yeah. Can't tell anyone. I don't know. I think you could, but you don't have to. Called the cops on my sister-in-law because she had a secret party in my house and when I caught her, she had her friends drive home drunk because she was afraid of getting in trouble. Hmm. Yikes. Yikes. I feel like that's a... Um, First of all, sound, well, sounds like you went about it in the most like cordial way, yeah. like rather than like interrupting the party and like storming in and saying, I'm calling the cops. Like you just called the cops, got the... Like the sister-in-law obviously doesn't even know it was you who called the cops. So you like... But I wonder if she... You know, kept... Saved your face. Saved... Whatever. And she thinks it's a secret because, or she wants it to be a secret because her friends drove home drunk because they were afraid of getting in trouble. No, I think she wants to keep it a secret that she called the cops, that she was the one who oh, did it. Oh, like somebody else, like they don't know that she called the cops. She doesn't, yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. I probably wouldn't want them to know either. And it's your in-law. It's not even like your yeah. sister. Yeah, well, it's like- or your blood sister. Well, there's not much of a difference, but it's like- um. You know, you wanted to get it handled and you got it handled in a way that kept you out of it, which is like the perfect scenario. Yeah. This one's kind of sad. Oh, no. Um, But it sounds like this person really needs to get this off their chest. 
I am 21 and my mother is still physically and emotionally abusive to me. Mm. Well, that's more than sad. That is yeah. heartbreaking. Uh, that also shouldn't be something that you take to the grave with you. That shouldn't be a secret. Yeah. If your mother or anybody is physically abusive. Um, or emotionally. You need to seek oh. help. You need to seek, you know, what help looks like is that talking to another family member, talking to a friend of the family, seeking out police, seeking out therapists. Like there's stuff that needs to be sought to like help get that handled because that's not okay and like in the meantime you should like call a friend and go stay with somebody else like get out of that house you know yeah go live somewhere else and do start to like heal and figure out how you can move on because you don't you're you don't want that to continue yeah yeah i mean that's a different that's a different level of secret and shouldn't be a secret obviously yeah i mean that's just heartbreaking honestly to hear and you know, not something I'd wish on my worst enemies. Yeah. Yeah. I found proof. My mom was cheating on my dad before they got divorced. I was like 11. Mm. Also, they're divorced now. Yeah. Ugh. That's probably like the worst thing to be a kid and figure that out. Yeah. But also like you're the fact that she's like, I was 11. I feel like kids are just so much smarter than you think. And they're sneaky and they figure shit out. Mm-hmm. Like you can't hide that. Yeah. Especially well- if you're... Like, if your mom and dad, like, you just know when something's wrong. Yeah, 100%. That is, or that was my biggest fear when I was a kid, was... Finding out something? No, just my parents separating. Yeah. Like, family to me was everything. And I remember when my parents would fight, and I'm still a big emotional wreck. Like, I remember when my parents would fight, like, I would be so emotional so afraid that that meant they were gonna separate get divorced like yeah yeah and and being like i can't imagine the emotion you went through at 11 that was probably the time when i was most afraid like finding something and just being utterly heartbroken and like i don't know what do you do how do you do that what the heck does any 11 year old do other than you know i always remember my brother my little brother would always be like, wait, are you guys getting a divorce? Like, if they were fighting. Like, he would just yeah. always be, like, worried about that, too. Yeah. And not that there's anything, like, wrong with divorce separation. Like, that has become so, like, uh, common and, like, oftentimes can lead to a better outcome for everybody yeah. involved. Like, it's not anything against that. It's just the fear of that as a kid is real. Well, and this was that. Yeah, at 11. Cheating, and they found, she found yeah, proof. at age 11. Jeez. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. I'm in a three-year relationship, but often think of the what-ifs about another guy I've known for a year. Hmm. Well, part of me thinks that might be a secret today, <clears throat> but that's probably not a secret or not a feeling that's going to stay secret for a long time. It can't. It feels like it's got to be something that gets brought up and talked with your boyfriend about. I also feel like you have to feel lucky in a way that it's just your boyfriend. Yeah. And that you you have a way out that's so easy. Yeah. Not easy like mentally, but easy easy physically. Like you don't just, you're not married. You don't have to get divorced. You don't have to sign papers. Like you're having these feelings for a reason. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's probably uh, some other 
like, you know, maybe not telling your boyfriend that exactly, like you're comparing him to other people or whatever, having feelings for somebody else, but telling him that things aren't working like you'd hope and maybe should go separate ways. Yeah. Maybe that should be the approach here. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you should um, have this conversation. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is funny. This is like every kid. When I was five, I used to eat my fish's food. LOL. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I feel like there's like kids that eat like dog food and stuff. Like that is a thing that kids just do. And for some reason, they don't find it gross. Yeah. And well, fish food, I used to hate the smell of fish food. Yeah. Like the flakes. Oh. Yeah. They yeah, smell maybe. so bad. That's – I mean, that's funny. And <laughs> it's funny that that's still a secret too. Like – I don't know. I feel like that's something you could tell to your family and everybody would get a laugh out of it because every kid eats stuff or does stuff that they shouldn't. Yeah. But as a five-year-old, it seems like a good idea. Yeah. That makes me think of- Pat loved his fish. Loved my fish. We had a spring fair goldfish. You know, you you win a goldfish that you get for free. You go get it the next day and it's usually dead within two days. But we had one that like lived for like nine or ten years. Like it lived for a long time. And we kept it in a pretzel jar. My mom, mm, okay. you know, we got these goldfish. And my mom was like, I'm not going to buy like a an aquarium. These things are going to last for a couple days. <laughs> so she had like one of the like uh, pretzel barrels, I'll call it. Yeah. And we put our fish in there and like went outside, grabbed rocks from like the yard, from the street, put it in there. And it's that so one funny. fish ended up living like nine or ten years. <laughs> Did it just get huge? No. Not, it wasn't a goldfish? It was a goldfish. Don't they get big? I think goldfish grow to the size of their... Right. Like like their home. Yeah. So it was like a pretzel barrel. Like so it one wasn't of the like... big like cheese yeah, it, it was like, I don't know. Cartons. Three or four inches. Like it wasn't like a oh. huge fish. Like it was just... Whatever. Still, some of them get really big. Like, yeah. you've seen goldfish in a pond, they're like yeah, well, size of your water bottle. Those are different type of fish, though. Those are koi. That's a different type of fish, usually. It's not just a Oh, you know that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not just a goldfish. Okay, I have one more. <clears throat> Living paycheck to paycheck is a reality I never expected. No likelihood of being wealthy. Mm. Um. So, I don't know your situation. Yeah. But I think there may be ways that you could get out of that feeling. Definitely. I think, I mean, talking about secrets, like that doesn't need to be a, like you can keep that personal. Yeah. But there are ways to change what that outlook looks like for you, right? Like you don't need to be talking about that with everybody. Tell people how you're living, how you're getting paid, what your personal finances are. But there definitely are ways, um, where you can try and change your financial position. I mean, I don't know how how old you are, exactly what paycheck to paycheck means, but, you know, starting small and doing that for a long period of time with saving and investing over years and years, like that can definitely change your financial position um, as long as you are, you know, committed to it. And, and like um, what's your definition of wealthy? Yeah, I would not living paycheck to paycheck. We yeah. actually talk about this a lot. On we have a we had like a very uh, a financial like episode, and it mm-hmm. wasn't with an expert or anything. It was just us. Yeah, but we were giving like tips and stuff, and I feel like it actually might be a good thing if you want to listen to that because we do talk about like paycheck to paycheck and how you can like start saving small amounts and that leading to like a lot bigger. 
Yeah. I think a lot of times too, like in terms of just money, people just don't know yeah. how to like invest or how to do the stuff that could be really beneficial to them mm-hmm. in not having to live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, definitely. And I think also, you know, the person wrote in uh, about being wealthy and, you know, definitely wealthy can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And what does wealth look like? And yeah, I remember when I was a little bit younger, um, I was, I'll call it poor. And I was talking to my parents about it, like struggling with a few things. My mom was like, can you afford all your bills? Can you afford all your food? Are you saving anything? And the answer to all that was yes. And then my mom said, well, then you're wealthy. You're fine. Like it wasn't about the fear of, you know, whether or not I'd be able to buy a house. How big of a house? Am I going to have a car? How nice of a car? It was just like. But I think a lot of times like the scary part of this person sounding like she's upset about it or he's upset about it. I don't know who wrote in. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like they don't want to be living paycheck to paycheck and that's maybe like really stressful and like really like yeah. mentally challenging for them. Even they're paying, it sounds like they're paying their bills, but they're living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, maybe have not able to save and like that's, yeah, like you're saying, wealth is different to everybody yeah. and it's like you got to set I don't even want to say goals, but you have to like, how can you <clears throat> improve that situation, you know? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of content and, you know, Julie and I are not financial advisors. We can't claim to be. We, But there is so much content out there that can help change that, your financial position. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe we should, I want to have somebody on the podcast who is more, I mean, we did something with my brother one time. But like, who is more like of an expert in terms of like saving, investing and money and stuff like that? Because I think that could just be like helpful to us and helpful to anyone listening. I think everybody doesn't no one knows other people's situations and like that is kind of what's also hard about it. Is yeah. like you like for a while, like a few years ago, I was like, am I even in a good spot where for my age and my time, like where I am? Like and I was always mm-hmm. wanting to compare myself to other people because I was like I feel like I just want to know what other people are doing and if I'm in a good spot or if I'm on the you know, if you know I'm, where yeah, where you stand yeah. and I think that's also, you know, you don't have a tool to measure like your finances against other people. So you're just always trying to compare and like, yeah, you know, am I where I'm supposed to be? Am I supposed to be here? What does this person have? Do I have that? What you know, like the the comparison that we always talk about is there. But also, I think there's a level of like, um, like knowing for yourself what where, you want what yeah what you want but also like okay and um like yeah comparing yourself to where you are compared to what you want or also what is reasonable for you it doesn't need to always be about comparison to other yeah. people yeah like what is going to make you happy mm-hmm. and like what can you reach that's going to be like i'm going to feel so much happier now yep kind of thing so i wish i had like books to recommend or something for that situation um But yeah, yeah, go back to that other podcast we did. I think it was like last year and it was just giving – we gave tips and we gave some recommendations. And I know there's like a ton of content out there that's just helpful to get out of that situation if you're not happy. So I think that's it for now. Thank you to everybody who wrote in. With more. Yeah. Because I feel like it could have been – could have gotten some other good ones. Yeah. Well, it's funny when you ask people 
for their deepest, darkest secret. Like they're sharing it with us. And obviously it's not anonymous to us, but it's people we don't know. So yeah. like there is a level of that to it. Well, but it's like trust. People like we're are, not yeah, We're not taking screenshots and tagging people and putting it out there. No. Um, but we appreciate everybody who wrote something in. Um, thank you everybody for listening and we'll talk with you again next week. Yeah, don't forget to uh, subscribe and share with a friend and all that kind of stuff. We just can't do anything without her throwing that in there. It's just a good little, I got to like promote our podcast. Yeah, I know. How can I not? Mm, Okay, see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.